Have you heard the rumor that those opening? You wrote down opening scene, yeah. Opening scene is a Disney magic. That's moment. the Disney yeah. magic moment. Yeah, <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Garage Media. I am once again and always Gunner. This is Sam. And we are back with even more Disney magic. With what is, I'm going to say, I think it's the best Disney era. At least the most popular. Most popular. The Disney Renaissance. Which is from 1989 to 1999. It blows my mind that it's 89. Yeah. Like, I, it's not even the longest spanning uh era but that 89 just seems wild to me it does especially since i feel like this has gone by way too fast we started in the 40s and we're already in the 90s now yeah right yeah that is crazy to think about and it's gone by so fast i'm so amazed we made it through the wartime era (laughs) good point i (laughs) i need to stop letting that hurt me yeah that hurt me they weren't that bad they They were better than the great mouse detective they were (laughs) (laughs) You know, everyone's entitled to their opinion. (laughs) Thanks for that. (laughs) Wasn't backhanded at all. No, no, not at all. All right. Yep. We got the Renaissance. So we start with 1989 with The Little Mermaid. The first Disney princess since, um, since Sleeping Beauty, I believe. That may be true. I'm pretty sure it is. I know there was a long gap in between. Like, I know... Ariel was a first Disney princess in a long time. I just don't remember who the last oh, official okay. princess was. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, I think technically, does the one from Robin Hood technically count? She is not an official, like, Disney princess. Disney princess, okay. Yeah. So, yes, Ariel is the first princess in quite a while. Yeah. That's cool. So, what are your, like, initial thoughts on this one? What are your initial thoughts on Little Mermaid? Um, I think that it's a really great movie. Yes. Um, I think that visually... Again, with almost all of these, it's it's top tier. Mm-hmm. Disney yeah. really knows how to get their animators and animate their movies in good ways. Mm-hmm. I think story-wise, this is up there as well. This is a really cool story. It's a pretty traditional story if you think down to it, like down to its basics. Mm-hmm. But it's just one that's going to entertain uh, most audiences, I think. Uh, character-wise, I like all the characters right. uh, as well. What, what about you? Yeah. Well, my first initial thought was, wow, this feels like a literal like split in between eras. Oh, you like, could see the jump. Like, going yeah. from The Great Mouse Detective, that was our last one, last era, right? Mm, possibly. To Little Mermaid, like, totally different. Right. I don't know what happened, but it was insane, the, the difference. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the last one was actually Oliver and Company. Oh, that's right. Yeah. It was Oliver and Company. But you could still see it. I know exactly still, what you meant. yeah. Crazy jump. It's, it was amazing, and I think I agree. I, I can't think of a character that frustrates me. No, or me anything. neither. Yeah. Uh, I know that Sebastian can be a little bit hard to handle at some points. I like Sebastian. But no, I love the character. I love all of these characters. Yeah. I specifically loved Flounder. I love my little underdog characters. Flounder's such a great character. Flounder's so good. But what we have here is we have a classic tale of the curious one of the family who is tired of the the um quota i guess she has to fulfill she's curious about the world around her and adventure falls into her lap one way or another exactly and we get also into the traditional 
and she falls in love. That type of thing. And she falls in love. Right. Yes. So that's the good thing about this character, in my opinion, that you bring up is her curiosity. That's her defining feature to me. Right. She's a curious person. And it's what drives this story forward. And again, right from the beginning, you can tell why you want to root for this character. She's mm-hmm. willing to think outside of the ocean. You know, she's willing to think like yeah. that. And we get lots of great moments with her as a character. And we do. It's really cool to see. A part of your world is one of those great moments. And it's also, my goodness, that is a beautiful song. No. With beautiful such a imagery. Great song. Oh, so good. See, to me, that whole song is the Disney magic moment. That's that, yes. Yeah. For, to me, that whole song, the, the specifically the famous shot where she goes up on the rock and yes. the water splashes, that's the Disney magic moment. They knew what they had yeah. there. They, they knew, knew what it. they were doing. I love that shot. Um, what do you think of what do you think of Eric? So Prince Generic get it because eric is in generic (laughs) prince that was good that was good it's kind of just another one of those generic to me i know you're probably gonna like this character more than i do but yeah to me he's just another one of those faces in disney movies he does have some good comedic moments yeah it's not like he's completely dull he's actually kind of funny yeah but again i just want a little bit more from my love interests that's just personally yeah on the dole side of princes, he's one of the more entertaining oh, of the sure. dole ones. Yes. You know? I still think he's on the lower half of the love interests. Yeah. But he does have some really comedic and fun moments. The only thing is, probably in a couple months, I'll forget most of his character, unfortunately. The only thing, the, the thing that stands out about him is he spends the whole movie just being like, man, what happened to that girl that was singing really well? I miss her. <laughs> I miss her. I miss her. (laughs) But this girl that doesn't talk definitely isn't her. (laughs) Hi, person I met on the beach. Have you seen the lady that sings really well? That's that's Eric, the whole movie. Pretty much. (laughs) I feel like... I don't know. This movie is... This is how I feel about all these movies, too. They are just so perfect. There's not too much you can even say about it. No, most of my negatives were going to be about the love story in general yeah right and that's probably about it Mm -hmm. yeah it is nice to watch a disney movie that's meant for kids though for once there's nothing (laughs) for once there's nothing super dark except for maybe sebastian watching the chef that's only thing (laughs) that's the only thing close you know that's the kind of thing as a kid you're not really gonna grasp it no but as you get older you're like man that that's sebastian was about to be dinner right but here, most of the dialogue is meant for kids, which is totally. weird for Disney. Yeah. <laughs> uh, would you like to talk about the villain now? I don't know where you were I literally go. was just about to say, I think this is when we start getting Disney villains. We get good Disney villains with yes. big, big personalities. We haven't had one like that since Maleficent. Right, exactly. Yeah. Uh, Ursula is a perfectly uh, capable, not capable... She's a perfectly villain. She's, she's, yeah. Yes. Dynamic, fun, evil for the sake of evil, which right. I do, I, I kind of like that in a Disney villain. Evil for the sake of evil. Exactly. There's yeah. nothing overly spectacular about her character, but it is nice to have a villain that's actually menacing and pushes the story forward. Yes. Without being too, like, 
We'll get there. Okay. Mm, opinions. I see. Very good. No, not opinion. It's a movie oh. that I really love. I yeah. love all these movies, but like, you know, like the kidnapping children and all that kind of stuff yes. that we saw uh-huh. in the last yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We do get a lot of actually evil, evil people. Yes. And so it's nice to just have a villain for once. Uh, I'm just looking through my notes real quick, and I... You remember when, like, Ursula first reveals herself finally after she tried to marry Eric? Yeah. I Apparently the way she crawled to Ariel to grab her on the boat left an impact on me because I said, oh, she crawls. Okay. <laughs> that was my note. <laughs> Good one. I wish, I wish I could show that to you right now just so you could see what I'm envisioning. Right. It was terrifying. I think I know what you're talking about, but I wasn't paying attention to that specific moment hard enough, I guess. Yeah. It caught my attention. I do know what you're talking about. Okay, yes. So, I don't know. Just an all-around solid movie. No, yeah. This one's one's good. This is a good movie here. I feel like this is probably the most solid movie. Like, this is the one movie I feel like I can't say too much about because it's just so... This is good. Yeah. It checks checks all the boxes. Yep. Good point. It does... That's exactly what it does. It checks all the boxes. Yeah. But it'll always hold a place in a lot of people's hearts because it did start this era. Yeah. It's got mermaids, you know, people. Oh, yeah. Mermaids uh, are very popular. Yeah. Exactly. And the fish and the ocean setting is always something people are going to come back to. And this has some of the, this has some of the most amazing music. Oh, such Um, great music. Yeah. Under the Sea, Part of Your World, uh, Kiss the Girl. I love Kiss the Girl. So good. All of it. Yeah. It's amazing. Some really, really good music here. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just an amazing dynamic movie. Perfect. All right, so what's your score for this one? Um, that being said, I rated it an 87. <laughs> okay, so we're close. It's not often that we're close. I gave it an 84. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah, I... I feel so weird saying that this is a perfect movie, but not rating it a hundred. I wouldn't say it's a perfect movie. I mean, it definitely but isn't. Yes. But you're right. Uh, it is. Again, I'm rating this as a Disney movie, right? So the reason for not being up in the '90s for me is just because I don't know. I mean, Eric <laughs> I, is a big factor, right? Yeah, that's a good point. Not that he's bad enough to lower a movie's score. No, no, but... It's just, there wasn't... If I'm looking for a perfect movie, there's one reason why it's not. Good point. And yep. it's me. Yeah, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, that's good. So, 84 and 87. So, obviously, we both are big fans of that one. Yeah. So, that leaves us to... I'm very excited to see what you have to say about this one. Rescuers Down Under. We are at Rescuers Down Under, which is one of the more less popular of all of these i'm pretty sure well when i see people talk about this era i feel like people genuinely just forget about this one right yeah, yeah. this one and a couple others this is also our first uh sequel which is recognized within an era right we don't get that until probably the modern era i think this is the first sequel ever that we're talking about i think you're right as a matter of fact yeah this is the first sequel that we're talking about uh yeah, should we just get right to the point? Um, sure. What is right to the point? Right to the point is that this is my all-time favorite Disney movie. Good. Yes. Yeah. I need to. I, I I just need to hear what you have to say about this movie. This is my all-timer. So this isn't my favorite. Okay, let me rephrase that. This is not my favorite Disney movie. Mm-hmm. This is my favorite Disney movie outside of Pixar. 
Ah. So, this, excluding yes. Pixar, this would be number one. Mm-hmm. I, I love almost every single thing about this movie. Yeah. And it sucks that I'm almost alone on this opinion. But just, man, that opening scene, we start far away and we get that super fast zoom all the way to Cody's house. I get excited every single time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And nostalgia plays a huge factor, obviously. I watched this movie six trillion times as a kid. Um, some days I would watch it four times a day. And that's, that number is obviously six trillions exaggerated. Of course. The four times a day is not exaggerated. Right. I would watch this movie so much. And so coming back to it always gives me nostalgia. Yeah. I think that the opening scene where he first finds uh, Marahute? Is that the name of the eagle? I actually don't remember. I think the eagle's name is Marahute. Okay. So when he first finds Marahute and goes flying on him and the score is awesome and they yes. go over Beautiful. the waterfall. Oh my gosh. I don't understand why people don't like this. And it's got some really funny moments to me. I mm-hmm. I love Frank, which is <laughs> yeah. the lizard guy. And yeah. When he's captured, that's some great stuff. Right. Uh, villain's not the best, which is why I'm not giving this a 100. Okay. Because... Yeah. Again, he's very similar to the villain in the first Rescuers uh, with the kidnapping. But he does have one of the best sidekicks ever. At least, I do have to say this while we're on it. At least I immediately know what he's about. Right. Yes. Exactly. Also, yes. Love, what's her name? Joanne? Yes. Uh, something like that. Joe, I, I love that. Ki- yeah, I love that lizard. That is... That big Komodo she... dragon thingy. Yeah. One of the funniest Disney scenes is where she's... Uh, eating the eggs and he's trying to move it away from her and she keeps finding a way to eat the eggs. <laughs> yeah. That is classic stuff right I there. love their mutual hatred towards each other. <laughs> it's so good. And then, so my Disney magic moment is uh, the whole movie. No. <laughs> but the whole movie. That scene where he is flying on Marahute at the beginning, that is very much a Disney magic moment for me. One of mm-hmm. my favorite Disney magic moments. Right. And also uh, the villain getting defeated at the end. I... I like how that whole scene went down. I love how it was a darker scene. Yes. I like how the story progressed from it starts out lighthearted at the end. And then once this character is introduced, it immediately gets dark. And just the comeuppance of everything that was built up in the story right there at the end. Mm -hmm. I just love it. Yeah. I think what I feel most about the story is just how, like, simply nice it is. Yeah. Um, It's just fun it's lighthearted it's conflict without making you tense you know sometimes you watch a movie and like even though you know the hero has to win in this sometimes you still feel that tension right i personally never felt that but that was fine Mm -hmm. i was happy with that right it was just a very fun comfortable movie for me see and it's a very much a comforting movie for me that i will always go back to um again we still haven't talked about uh the two mice they're still great. I, I love. Oh, this. still love the chemistry. Yeah. yeah, I loved them in the first Rescuers. I love them here. Yeah, um, the new cowboy like mouse. He's great as well. I love. Yeah, he has got so much just charisma and <laughs> steals every scene. I know it's an animated character, but he steals every scene. Yeah, it's like some great voice acting there. I love it. There's um, 
I, I still love the dynamic of she's outgoing and happy and loves the world, and he's just a fumbling mess. Mm-hmm. Now let's introduce this cool, suave character. Yep, and cause a little bit of the romantic yeah. tension in there just for fun. I, there's nothing I love more than like a plot where like a cool guy gets introduced, and the fuddy-duddy guy has to be like, <laughs> I love that, and he has to prove himself. And, right. Yeah, which, I mean... I guess they never have to prove themselves, but the story makes them prove themselves. Exactly. So I love that. I know you don't like this nearly. I I don't know. Maybe you like this as much. I had a good time. That's good. I'm glad to hear that. Just to me, amazing characters all the way throughout. Mm -hmm. And I think they built on those two's uh, relationship really well in this one. I think that the animation is just really well. Ooh, so good. Really done so well. And... Just the way, I know it's not a camera, but just the movements around the screen, that stuff is done really well. Like that opening zoom. I don't know why I'm so immersed in that opening zoom, but I love it. Uh, It's just my kind of movie. This movie- I can't help it. This movie also wins major points for me because I just have some weird love for Australia. I really want to go to Australia someday. Yeah. It's just a fun setting for me. No, it's a really cool setting. I like how they changed it up in this one. So yeah, 97. 97 is what you rated it? Yeah. Okay, so I did rate it an 80. Right. Um, <laughs> that, that Not bad though. 80 is good. Mm-hmm. I had a great time with this, honestly. So I think this is only like the second or third one I put in the 90s, and it's a 97. Is I that just... above Fantasia? Oh yeah. <laughs> I love that. Which is fair. So I probably just lost a lot of popular points, but whatever. I can't help my brain. Listen, no. I that it's such a good movie. Yeah. It really is a fun great movie. I like it at least. I think I think I rated Rescuers higher, but I think I had more fun watching Rescuers Down Under. Right. I I would watch this a 100 times over the first one even though I do like the first one. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's just uh, it's so fun. Perfect. Such a fun movie. Just reminds me of, like, being a kid, popping in a movie, and having no cares. Exactly. Yeah. Speaking of being a kid with no cares, uh, I also really like the character of Cody. He... Yeah. The way that he's introduced to this story, you you automatically know what kind of kid he is. He has a good heart, and he just gets himself into a situation, and the way he gets out of it is just satisfying to see. Right. So yeah, that was one last uh, point to add. I did have like a genuine question. I don't know if you'd know it. I meant to look into it, but I'm very good at forgetting this. Was this a recycled story? Because, uh, again, I love this. This is not a negative, okay. but it's like very out of place from what we previously had. Like we're introduced to a cent- like a not even a real animal, the giant eagle. And it just like, that very opening scene, it makes me feel like there was this was originally a different movie i'm not sure but i see where you're i know what you mean but yeah i'm not sure about that which if it is they recycled it in the best way possible right because this is a great movie no i, love I had a great time so with it this is my favorite disney movie outside of pixar right definitely which brings us to the best picture nominee beauty um, and the beast beauty and the beast first animated movie to be nominated for best picture at the oscars i always forget about that as a matter of fact yes yep oh man so much to so much to say about this one let's try to stick with semi-chronological i'm very bad at that and let's start with negatives first let's start with we'll negatives. start with negatives first for all of these mm. because i feel like we're going to be positive on most of these movies uh, yeah yeah 
Okay, so negatives first. I I have some. Yes, you go first. This is another movie where I... To no fault of my own. Okay, definitely no fault of my own. Not get points for getting frustrated at characters. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, similar to how I feel with the first Toy Story, even though I love that movie. I just get so frustrated with uh, the townspeople in this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Wow, we're really staying chronological. Good job. <laughs> no, but yeah, no. fair. I get really frustrated with the townspeople, and I think that Belle as a main character is great. Really great. N- not the best decision maker for someone who's supposed to be one of the smartest nah. characters we have. That's it. Those are my only negatives. My negative... My, I, I, kind of on the same level with you um i have to admit i'm not a big fan of the supporting characters the object characters personally yep they're not my they're not my favorite supporting characters when we stick to the main four or five i like that i think that it works well you mean beast uh bell the candle and the clock yes uh but also you can add in uh like her dad in there i think Mm -hmm. he's a pretty good character See, and I gotta say, I honestly, like, I don't know. The Candle and the Clock were just not my favorites. Really? I, I preferred uh, Miss Potts and uh, Chip or whatever his name was. See, and I can see that. They're good yeah. characters, obviously. Yeah. I just, I love the voice work. I can't The voice it. is amazing. Voice acting is amazing. The voice work, uh, we'll get to the songs in a minute when we talk mm-hmm. more about yeah. positives. But I do like the voice work. I can see where you're coming with with these characters. I just can't help but notice just how important they are with a story like this oh totally to introduce her to her oncoming story yes i do like that quite a bit crucial and i don't hate them they're just not my favorite right i'm kind of clumping them with like the the side character minion character kind of thing that's true of all the ones i could think of they aren't my favorite so yeah but other than that this is a great movie no this movie's fantastic movie this is such a good movie yeah this has numerous like disney moments Mm-hmm. Um, the first one that comes to my mind is when she rides the like rolling ladder down the bookshelf. That's that's awesome. That's a Disney moment to me. Uh, the whole be our guest segment, obviously. Be our guest. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone's gonna remember that. And obviously, the biggest Disney magic moment is the, the dancing dance. at the end. The dance scene. I mean, yeah. it's obvious. You can't really avoid talking about how great that scene is. That was when we. You gotta remind me to talk about uh, uh, CGI when we get later to it. But yes. Those are, those are three of the biggest like Disney moments I can mm-hmm. think of. Right. Yeah. They're great. Amazing. Such great scenes. Uh, also, the Beast reveal. I would I would argue that when he's first revealed in the full, when she sees him mm. fully for the yes. first time, that's another really great, not quite Disney magic, but a really really great scene. That a good movie moment. Right. Yeah. It's a good scene. Wh- speaking of which, we are introduced to kind of storybook, ish. Um. And we're introduced to a very selfish character. And the whole thing with him is kind of learning how to not be so vain and selfish. Mm-hmm. Which I love. No, that's great. So good. It's perfect for a character like this. Amazing. I love it. Um, But yeah, I... Oh, there's so much I can say. Um, Do you have any thoughts that you need to say right now? I like these two main characters. Belle and Beast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're... Uh, where their relationship goes is not as natural as I would hope. I guess that could be another negative. But I do like them both as characters, and they both learn something, which is very important. Yeah. <laughs> they both 
learn something, which is good. Yeah. Obviously. I like their dynamic. I like how they just kind of end up butting heads. Like, first it's fear, and then it's them being mad at each other, and then they grow to love each other. Right. But one of my favorite scenes is when she's trying to bandage him up, and they just start yelling at each other. If you hadn't ran away, well, if you hadn't scared me, and Beast just goes, oh, yeah, that's fair. (laughs) Good point. And tries to backtrack. Now, let me clarify. We are not children. No, we are adults. So, when I say that I didn't think that their relationship was believable, that's coming from a a full-grown adult, yeah. A man in his 20s, yeah. yes. So, yes. again, that's I do like their dynamic. I don't just don't think that it's the most fluid of the relationships yeah. we'll see. That's a good thing to point out, though. One thing to always keep in mind is, overall, these are movies aimed toward children. Exactly. Definitely with yeah. a bit of a family in it, but children. Exactly. Yeah. So that that's a good thing to point out, I think. Um, Gaston. What do we think of Gaston? Love him. Gaston is, yeah. I do love him. I can't help it. It's, (laughs) you love to hate him. Exactly. Yeah. I can't help it. He's, so normally with me, I'm sounding like I'm contradicting myself. I would normally not like a character like this if it was in a different movie. 100%. But I just like how he fits into this story so naturally. He's he's the perfect villain for this type of story. It's very self-aware too, I think, is a benefit of it. If you had, like, the smart, behind-the-scenes type guy trying to take Beast down, it wouldn't fit right with this kind of movie. Um, Did he deserve his fate? Yes. (laughs) Oh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah, I do like the character of Gaston quite a bit. And I think that's, like, a kind of a theme with Gaston, is um, Gaston is clearly human and not Beast, but really, his personality is, like, disgusting and monstrous. Yep. Where we have Beast, who, like, exterior is rough, even, like, the like his emotions that he portrays, but inside, he is more. There is more to him. He is less... Gaston is more of the Beast than Beast is. Exactly. No, that's a good point. Because he's... He grows more as a villain as we go through. Mm-hmm. Yes. So if Belle was a different character, she might have seen Gaston as the love interest at the beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. But we just see him grow to become so self-centered. And again, it's a contrast to the Beast who is becoming to like people more and more. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, and be more understanding of the world. Exactly. Yeah. And so just seeing those two kind of cross how they're going about with their life views, mm-hmm. we're getting way too into this. No, no. I, I, <laughs> I think that this is one that you can really dig deep into. Right. Yeah. So, yes, I think he's a good villain. Me too. I do as well. But, I mean, take away all that deep diving that we just did. He's also just dumb and funny. No, he's stupid. He's yes. just an idiot. Exactly. I've it brought me, like, dumb childhood, like, laughter when he held the book sideways. Like, there's no pictures in it. How do you read it? <laughs> what an idiot. What a... <laughs> but, yeah, I... Yeah, this is a great movie. This is a obviously. great movie that deserves all the love it gets. I'm with you. This yeah. is, like... I don't know. If Little Mermaid with the training wheels for this era, this is where it starts picking it's picking up. It's it's uh getting ahead of steam here. Yeah. It's it's going. Yes. So, so what's your number? Um your number. Eighty five. Oh, cool. I'm never higher than you. <laughs> <laughs> what was yours? Mine's an eighty eight. Eighty eight. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. So I I guess I like it more than you. I, Interesting. Yeah. I don't know. This is one of those eras where it's not a matter of do I dislike it, it's what do I like more. Good point. Yes. Yeah. 
again, yeah. trying to grade these is so hard because hard. if any of these movies were in a different era, it's like obviously the they'd best be one. near the top. Yeah. But this era is just so jam-packed with movies, you have to think about them kind of strategically, you, honestly. You really do, yeah. So let's move on to Aladdin, I guess. Aladdin. Oof, I love Aladdin. Obviously. Aladdin's so good. Who doesn't love Aladdin? Uh, yes. <sighs> Where do you start with these movies? I don't know. It's so hard. They're we almost... sound so intelligent. We... This movie's great. Okay, next movie. Next. <laughs> I... Okay, let's start with... I'd like to start with the major player of this movie, which is Robin Williams. No, I... This movie would not be what it is without Robin Williams. Very true. Just amazing. Perfect casting. And at the time... Super big stars weren't doing animated movies. Not really. No. Nope. And so him doing this, it really started all of these giant names doing animated movies. And he did such a good job. He's perfect for it. He showed um, that it was cool. Also, at the time of recording this, it is his it is, 70th it? birthday. It, it would is. have been his 70th birthday. Yep. Rest in peace yep. to Robin Williams. Genuinely. Gone too soon. But no, this is one of his defining movies. This is his, yeah, yeah. I... This is kind of what I think of when I think of Robin Williams. It's perfect. Yeah. It's the perfect role for his type of character. I'm, Just kind of all over the place and yeah. very energetic and uh, animated, a very animated character. I'm sure, you, I'm sure you've heard about this, but the way they kind of cast him, essentially, or they maybe convinced him, was they animated the genie over some of his... Um, uh, stand-up comedy. Right. Yeah. It, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. It's amazing. Yep. Um, He's one of the best parts of this movie, obviously. Yeah. I, yeah. Personally, probably my favorite. I love just the pop culture references all over the place. He's Jack Nicholson. He's Arnold. He's, I think he's Dolph Lundgren at one point. I don't know. I do, but it's amazing. <laughs> yeah. He's all over the place. It's awesome. He's very entertaining. Yeah. So we, to, to get back in chronological order, um... We start with Jafar needing um, this lamp. And I gotta say, I think the weird hunt to get into the cave is probably my least favorite part. Because it seems like things just happen, but... Yeah, that's true. But I love the cave. <laughs> like the cave as a character? Yes. Yeah, that's fair. And it's definitely a character in itself. And just all of those things that you see in there, it's scary it is it is a terrifying moment truly and gosh yes i just love almost everything about this movie honestly. this movie is near perfection yes uh, yeah okay so you said jafar let's stick with jafar yeah quick. let's stick with jafar we usually talk about villains last but let's start with jafar when we start with jafar yeah he should be another villain that i hate uh not hate but he should be another villain that you don't enjoy I, yes why do you say that just because there's not many redeeming qualities in him. Mm. Uh, very similar to how I'm not a big fan of uh, Cruella. Ah, yes. But the reason that I do like this iconic over that iconic villain um, is the fact that the story that's going on has a big part to do with the villain. Uh, it does last time too, but this time he's more involved with what the heroes have going on because Cruella doesn't know the names of any of the Dalmatians or even no. the parents. No. Do you see what I'm trying to say? I do get He's what you're more saying. connected with the characters in the story. Yeah. To yeah, me. Yeah. Um Cruella is more of just 
Cruella is more of a uh, obstacle, where Jafar is a genuine antagonist. There you go. I would agree with Good that. Good point. Totally. Yes. Totally would agree with that. So that's why I like Jafar. Um, yes, he's evil and <laughs> the end, but yeah. the fact that he's after the same thing that really Aladdin's after, but in different ways, mm-hmm. and they're going about it in different ways as well, I For like different that. reasons as well, too. Yeah. I really like that. That's what makes a good villain when it comes to storytelling. Right. Yeah. No, and I think... I, where did I write it? Somewhere I wrote Jafar is human scar. A good point. Because, yeah, yeah. He's human scar. Uh, not as good, but that's a different part. But he, uh, yeah, he's he's a bit more evil for a sake of evil. And I don't mind that in like a Disney villain for the most part. So I just have a lot of fun with him. I think I like his um, more serious snake-like tone compared to what's his name gilbert godfrey the parrot the screaming parrot i do like the parrot. i love their dynamic yeah yeah good point but yes i think all the characters are great in this movie Mm -hmm. i'm gonna go out uh semi on a magic carpet and say that jasmine is one of my favorite disney princesses i'm gonna have to say that she's not the main character but I just love what she brings character-wise. She has lots of character, I think. She's definitely not bland. I can remember a lot of her lines. Yeah. And she has great songs. And she's just one of those princesses that I, I like. Yeah. She's yeah. not in it for the romance. She's in it for the other parts of she the story as butt. well. She kicks butt. Yeah. Her her whole, like, her whole dynamic doesn't even start with looking for romance, which is not something you can say for other princesses. Exactly. Her starts because she just wants to get out of the palace. She yes, just happens exactly. to run into Aladdin. Which I like. I like all of it. Yeah. They feel a lot more natural than Belle and Beast do. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Their relationship flows in a natural way to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that was something I really liked was their like romance was there even before someone knew who someone was. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. No, I think that although she wasn't looking... <laughs> And why am I deep diving so well into, not well, why am I deep diving so much into Disney movies? I think that although she wasn't, when she left the palace, she wasn't going out looking for love or anything. I think she was attracted to him from the word go, right? When she saw him. Absolutely. Both of them. Yeah. Yeah, Exactly. Yeah. Which I liked. Yeah. That was cool. I would totally agree. And Aladdin literally was. No, literally. He he looks at her and goes, wow. (laughs) That's the start of everything. Exactly. But from her side as well, I think that she... She reflected that feeling as well. Totally, yeah. And on that note, Aladdin. What a cool... I, I just like him. What a cool he's protagonist. Just, he's just kind of like a suave, yeah, cool guy who's who starts out as obviously kind of like an anti-hero. Underdog, yeah. Underdog, and, anti-hero. And he learns... He, again, he's another character that learns, and I like that. Mm-hmm. Me too. Now, the big thing about him is um, learning to be okay with who he is, mm-hmm. not trying to hide it. People will accept you for who you are. The right people will accept you for who you are. That's, and that's a cool thing, too. That's always a good thing to include with in movies like this. Totally. So, yeah. I like how uh, the direction of his character goes and most of the other characters as well. Me, too. Yeah. Every character uh, gets what they deserve. Yep. In the end. Absolutely. Even the genie. Even and the Jafar. genie. Oh, that's such a... You'll always be a prince to me, Al. That's good. Oh, Robin. That's good. Yeah, that's great stuff. I love it. Uh, um, sh- shall we go out and say the Disney magic? 
uh, moment. I like that you and I are on the same like thought process yep, here. Yeah, because that's exactly what I was about to say. Are uh, you on the same page as me when it comes to the carpet ride being the Disney Magic? Moment? That's the one I think of. Yeah, like the first one, but yeah. this one has multiple. A whole new world on the carpet. That's my Disney Magic moment. I would agree, and I know every word to that song. So I don't. That's one of my favorite Disney songs. My, yeah. my favorite from this and my other Disney magic is You Ain't Never Had a Friend Like Me. Obviously. Yeah. Yep. Almost all of the songs in here are Disney magic moments. These are good. These are amazing songs. Yep. Literally the two that I wrote down. Carpet Ride slash Friend Like Me. Yeah. Yeah. I would they're, agree. They're the, they're the Disney magic moments. This also, I think the first one that I love every single so- song to. Yes. Every song is no, amazing. This... This one has some great songs. Even like the worst one is the best. Is amazing. Prince Ali. Right. Which brings me. Oh, dang it. We didn't stick to our structure. No. Now we... for my one slightly negative. Okay. I think that the movie slows down quite a bit when he becomes a prince. Yeah. That's it. Yep. That's my only negative. 100% agree. I think that my brain kind of starts to check out once he does that. Yeah. That's it. That's my only negative in the whole movie. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Robin William. Robin Williams. Carries it the rest of the way. Exactly. Yeah. But then he comes back and then we get some good stuff at the end. Mm-hmm. But that little chunk in the middle, that's that's where I start to check out slightly. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And my only complaint was like the little like segments that we see of Jafar trying to get into the cave. Because um, for me, just random stuff happened. Like to give an example why I'm thinking this, they get the Sultan's ring and then the parrot has to ride some motorcycle to conjure up a storm so that it shows where the cave is or who, where the diamond in the rough is do you know what scene i'm talking about yes but i never thought of it like that it's just like it seemed it seemed real realistic to me to me when I watched to it. me it just felt like that specific moment added nothing to it and it just could have been something no, else i know where you're i know what you mean but that is a major like a, a minor critique in a great movie right so yeah I had to explain my thought process there. Okay. <laughs> for me, this is a 91. So another one in the 90s. A 93. Me. Yeah, see? So we're on the same page pretty much we, Yeah, with this, this movie's amazing. Shall we get to quite possibly the most popular movie uh, in this little era? Yes. Which is The Lion King. Probably one of the most popular movies that has ever been created. No, exactly. Yeah. When people think of the Renaissance, they'll probably think of Lion King first, then Beauty and the Beast second. I think. Yeah. At least for me. I, I would agree with that. So yeah, The Lion King. Let's start with negatives, I guess. Uh, let's start with negatives? Oh, God. only real negative, I think. Again with Aladdin, I think the second half is not the strongest part of the movie. No, I'm with you. Yep. So for me, the negatives, some of the ways that the plot progresses is kind of like because... Mm. what you would say a deus ex machina deus ex machina yeah because movie because movie yeah just sometimes yeah not through the whole movie what's an example just curious what's an example just um like how nala finds him true literally like accident yeah right just things like that that's fair um you know putting a pig in a skirt Do you know what I'm trying to say? Yep, I get you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know how we can get past them. What was even the point of that? They ran away anyway. Uh, Comedy. Comedy. Because comedy. Yes, I'll say this. At some points, the comedy does not work. 
Yeah, very rarely, but yeah, there are moments where it doesn't work. Okay, so now aside from that, let's talk about why, to me, this movie is perfect, aside from those points. One of the greatest opening moments of a movie ever. That Those first five minutes, I literally am always in awe every single time. It's amazing, time. beautiful. Have you heard the rumor that those opening... You wrote down opening scene, yeah. Opening scene is a Disney magic That's moment. That's the Disney yeah. magic moment. <laughs> I was not expecting... That's how the movie starts. You looked me dead in the eyes when you did that. You know the song? The opening song? Yeah, yeah the opening song. Yeah, the opening song. Yeah. From the, from the one movie. <laughs> what were you going to say before I rudely screamed? I genuinely don't remember. <laughs> Uh, oh, okay. I know what I was going to say. Have you heard the rumor that Lion King was like the B team and that everyone was focusing on Pocahontas? No, that's true. I, that's actually true. That's okay. not a rumor. Okay. Listen, I got to I gotta fight that though. This movie, I, I don't mean to bring Pocahontas into this Yo, We'll yet, get there. But, but this movie looks so much better than Pocahontas. I wouldn't say look. I think they look the same. Story-wise, I like this one quite a bit better. Mm. We'll get there. Sorry, we're getting ahead of ourselves. I guess I just want to say, I don't know. This movie just seems a lot better than, hey, you few guys, go work on this while we work on the True. important stuff. It does not feel like the B team. Yeah. Uh, again, so... I just had Why a, do yeah. I want to talk about shadows? The way that shadows are animated in this movie is really good. I don't yes. know why I'm, That's what I think of. No, totally. I get you. So let's talk about our favorite characters. So who's your favorite character and why is it Rafiki? What? Why is it the monkey? I was really struggling on the spot thinking about who my favorite character was, and then you solved that problem. <laughs> Rafiki is the best character. The monkey's his uncle? That's not That's not. The Rafiki. monkey's his uncle? <laughs> I still quote that when people get confused. I always go, the monkey's his uncle? The monkey's his uncle? This movie is also so funny. No, this movie's hilarious, yeah. Uh, yes, Rafiki is the best character, but I think we should come back to Rafiki. Okay, we'll come back to him, sorry. But, no, it's a-okay. Um... Let's try to go chronological order with, again, we are introduced to the villain, Scar. Ooh, good villain. Scar's a top-tier Disney villain, obviously. Oh, absolutely. And although he's evil for evil's sake, his motivations are because of he's in his brother's shadow. Yep, totally. Yeah. yeah. Which, Which is semi-relatable. Not relatable to me, but relatable to people. To someone, yeah. 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 Which is beautiful. Ill- Beautifully illustrated by the fact that he always hangs out, like, in the shadow of Pride Rock. And he has a darker mane. And he has a darker mane. Yes, yeah. exactly. He's literally just the darker half of Mufasa. I also like that Scar is not a real threat to anyone. Like, he's literally just hanging out. Yeah, exactly. And then until he becomes the a true villain. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's a behind-the-scenes villain until the end. Right. Absolutely. Which brings me to other characters I really, really like. Uh, the Hyenas. I love the hyenas. Hyenas are great. Whoopi Goldberg, uh, uh, Cheech. I don't know Cheech's last name, but Cheech. Um, and Jim Cummings, oddly enough. Oh, really? Yeah. Love Jim Cummings. With Ed. I can see it. I yeah. can hear it. The hyenas are so good. Yeah. Love the hyenas. And man, are they ugly. <laughs> I love the hyenas. Yes. Yeah. All the characters are great. Um, excluding... <laughs> well, I, I don't know why I want to be mean. Uh... There's a couple characters that could have I could have gotten more out of, which to me, I'm gonna get so much hate. Uh, Timon, I think Pumbaa gets more than Timon. Yes, and also Nala. 
I think that Nala could have gotten more. I love the character of Nala. Yes. She's great. I just think she could have gotten a little bit more. There's I, a big chunk of the mo- this movie where she's not in it. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah, yeah, and then she's just back in it. Exactly. I would agree with that. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I agree with that. That's probably another, like, minor critique is more characters could have had more for them. Right. It would have been cool to see Nala being, like, our viewpoint into Pride Rock after Simba left. Right. Timon could have had more character development other than, yo, don't worry about things. Exactly. Fine. Yeah. And just not having many thoughts of his own and copying everything Pumbaa says. I'm not a big fan of that part of his character. Yeah, that's about it. Um, now, if we get a chance to talk about it, and I really hope we do, I turn around on his character in Lion King one and a half, where the whole movie's from their point of view. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I turn seen, around on them. I haven't seen the movie in ages, so I can't say anything about it, but... If we get a chance to talk about it, I, I want, I really want to. Yes. But aside from that, this movie is almost perfect. The mm-hmm. songs are incredible and so catchy. Oh yeah, totally. This is one of the best Disney movies when it comes to every song is great. Circle of Life. Uh, I Just Can't Wait to Be King, which is my personal favorite. Hakuna Matata. Hakuna Matata is great. Um, um, in the Air Tonight. Uh, be Prepared. Be Prepared. Oh, be Prepared is great. Yeah. yeah, literally just Nazis. Nazi exactly. imagery. I love it. <laughs> no. Great music all the way through. Yeah. Um, oh, man. They're just... This is very much the theme of this episode. It's just so good. There's so much to talk about. There's so much we could talk about. We could do an entire podcast about this movie. I feel like... I'm glad I looked at my notes here, because I feel like we should should talk about the scene. Mufasa. Dying. Oh, okay. Yes, yes, we should talk about that. You're yes. right. Which is... It, it's definitely not a Disney magic moment. No, but, but... It's a memorable movie moment. It kind of is a Disney magic moment in its own way. In its own weird, twisted way. Um. So... How that scene is handled is so perfect. Amazing. So beautiful. So perfect. The sound editing, the, yeah. the use of CGI with the uh, buffalo. Mm-hmm. They could not have uh, made that scene any better, in my opinion. I don't. They nailed the tone. They nailed the imagery. They nailed all of it. I couldn't think of anything better. No. no. Sir, I, they did that so well. The music is amazing in that. I can hear it in my head right now, the music of that scene. Yeah. Um, my favorite part of that whole scene is Simba looking at his dad trying to climb up. And then we, of course, have the long live the king. Right. And just the close-ups of everyone's faces. Yes. So Uh, this did win the Academy Award for Best Score and uh, Best Song. As it should. For... I don't know what song. Can you feel... I I feel like it's going to be... Can you feel the love tonight? Can you feel the love tonight? Yeah. Yeah. It's probably that one, but it did win best score over live action movies, even so. Because the score is amazing. The score is so good. Um, and then we get to what do you? Who do you prefer, young Simba or adult Simba? So I'm going to contradict myself again. Okay. Because <laughs> what would I normally say? I would say young Simba. Probably right? young Simba. If we are talking about like my preferences in Fox and the Hound and Bambi. I would usually go for younger. I do like older Simba quite a bit more because this is when his character arc develops. Develops all the way through. You know, he's a great kid, then he's a hippie, and then he's king. And then he's king. Yeah. yeah. So I, I like that. Yeah. He gets more as an adult to me. I I like his character development of, yeah, he becomes a hippie, basically. He's presented with his past, um, and he's traumatized with something that he doesn't even realize is wrong. Uh, that he's convinced that he killed his father. Right. Um, and he has 
that mad, mad monkey tells him to wake up along with Angel Dad. And I don't know. It's just so good. Just the colors. Okay. We'll, we'll get back to that. Yeah. But yes, but yes. I, I agree that I like older Simba just because that's when his, yeah, development begins. Right. So we'll get back to Rafiki like we said. But first, let's talk about just the colors when he sees his dad in the sky. Beautiful. Great stuff. And does it or does it not call back to the conversation he has after he gets in trouble? It, so, it does. So when they're sitting in the grass, yeah, it yeah. does call back to that. Okay. It 100% does, yeah. So after he's uh, saved by his dad from the hyenas and they go up on the hill. That's the scene I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. Um, they have a conversation that's something along the lines of, of like, kind of, don't forget your yeah. past. Remember don't, who you are. Remember who you are. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's the famous line from that scene. Re- remember who you are. Rem- yeah. Darth Vader. Darth. Yes. Again. Again. How do you get James Earl Jones for the B movie? I don't believe it. And uh, Matthew Broderick. <laughs> and Matthew Broderick. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Anyway. Yes. Um. And how do you feel about fight scenes at mm. the end of these? <laughs> Watching this is when I realized fight scenes don't hit me the same way in these Disney movies the way they did as a kid. The fight scenes, especially in this one, are just kind of they're yeah. mediocre. There's little segments that are good, but as a whole, it doesn't do anything. There's a slow motion part where he's fighting Scar oh. that's pretty cool looking. So good. Yeah. But aside from that, it, it's hard to animate good action with animals just like in the last era there's a lot of animals mm-hmm. right it's just harder to do i think also boy scar yeah scar does uh, uh, wow scar is dead scar is extra dead mm-hmm. he is diggity dead that's terrifying is he i haven't seen lion king 2 uh that, yeah he is oh okay. yeah there's no scars returned got it yeah no he's diggity dead that's terrifying imagery right there Nothing left to the imagination, really. Exactly. Yeah, that's... I mean, right before that, I do like how... It's very similar to how Gaston dies as well, falling you know, falling a large distance, but mm-hmm. then it's the hyena. Yeah, great it's stuff. It's the hyenas getting the hyenas. to us. Yeah. Oh, Such man. great stuff. That... So, yeah. We've reached the end. Okay, Rafiki is the best character. Rafiki is easily is the best character. Rafiki is so funny. He doesn't get a giant arc or anything. No. But how in the world can you hate this character? How do you... He literally comes in, smacks Simba around, and says, figure it out. He's and Simba just, does. He's literally just a crazy person. He is. He's just a mad... Do you know who the voice actor is? Absolutely not. He did a great job. He did amazing. Anyway, the crazy person... <laughs> the crazy... Yeah. The, it's crazy stuff. That crazy monkey. He's just so funny. He is. Also, I love the hits him with a stick. Um, wow, that hurt. The past can hurt, but it's in the past. It's in the past. I love That's that whole... That's great stuff. That is See, such a smart... Oh. And again, the colors when he he does the the fruit juice and stuff over mm-hmm. the, the carving on in the tree. Yeah. The tree is awesome as well. Yeah. That's a cool house. I would want to live there. Me too. But also Rafiki's serious when he needs to be like holding up... Sh- promoting... Not promoting. Showing the new king... Yeah to the entirety of this continent this is a character that's very easy to make one-dimensional and get wrong disney did it right here they did it great. they knew how to do him yep he is one of the best comic relief characters ever 100 percent. but he's not really the comic relief is no, the thing he's that's just why it's perfect funny uh comic relief characters in this movie i do like timon and pumbaa i like pumbaa a lot more than timon i i like him i 
I can't quite distinguish one from the other person. Just because they're kind of one character. Yeah, They're yeah, always yeah. together. Yeah. One isn't funny without the other, in my personal opinion. Right. Okay. Yeah. See, I'm not going to argue with that at all. Yeah. So wh- I would love to know your number for this one. 98. Oh, okay, that's really high. <laughs> I think this is a darn near perfect movie. For me, it's a 93. 93. So for me, that's really high as well. Okay, yeah. yeah. This is almost a perfect movie. Okay. Yes. So let's talk about Pocahontas if you want. Okay, yeah. Let's talk about Pocahontas. For like five minutes, I guess. <laughs> I don't I don't have much to talk about. Um Oh, I took a note of this. The uh what I think his name is Thomas, the redheaded um um sailor. Christian Bale. No way. That's Christian Bale. That's yeah. cool. I think that's one of his first performances. One of his first big performances at least. I like that. Cool. Um so, what are your immediate... Okay, actually, let's start with negatives before. Oh, boy. Um, I don't think this is a bad movie. Let's start there. I, I do not... Don't, uh, it's not a bad movie. It I do not think great. this is bad. I would vote it's almost great. I think that this is a good movie. It's a perfectly good movie to me. It's a perfectly fine movie to me. Okay, so I'm a little bit higher on this one than you are. Yeah. So, let's start with your negatives, I guess. Um... My biggest negative, I think, is it doesn't under it doesn't find a balance between its tone. This is a very serious matter, like it's, colonialism. Yeah, it's a dark movie, yeah. Um, so, and themes of that nature, um, judging people just because they're different from you, stuff like that. And then here's a really cute raccoon harassing this cute but pug cute character. But cute animals. But cute. They don't. But it doesn't balance for some reason. But cute. But animals. I, I know. They're cute. Okay, honestly, one of, but, my, yeah. one of my favorite parts of this movie, I do love the cute animals. I mean, and they're good, like, but it doesn't blend together for me. Not really. <laughs> I mean, we get to some really dark things towards the end of this movie. We do. <laughs> yeah. That's true. I also really like the character of Pocahontas. I'm just going to I'm gonna skip my negatives since there, there's a lot we could probably talk about. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I do like this character. I don't have much bad things to say. She's another strong character. Yeah. Uh, who... Again, I don't think that she's, like, outshined by the cute animals or anything. I no. just think that they're a good part of her as a character. And, again, she's one that her motivations are very clear. And it's not automatically I want to be in love no. or anything mm-hmm. like that. I just think that it was cool to see a powerful woman character I 100% for agree. Disney to come up with. I love, yes, I 100% love her... Um. um her her thing is finding her own way, because her big thing is kind of people trying to tell her what she needs to do. You know, her 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 dad is trying to marry her off to someone. Exactly. And her whole thing is forging her own path, which is amazing. I love it. Yeah, that again, that's the kind of character stuff that not Disney is used to doing, but they're often focused on the characters that don't want to be part of the norm if that makes sense yes um i'm sorry i was trying to look up the name of the person that her dad wanted her to marry oh kokuum yeah something like that's that. right yeah yep that's right yep um yeah that i no as a Pocahontas probably is my favorite part of the whole movie no yeah, yeah. she's the best character she's obviously. the best character yeah um do you want to talk about the villain sure uh, sure. I, yeah. I looked up his name. <laughs> What's his name? Governor Ratcliffe. Ratcliffe. Yeah. I would not have remembered that. Me neither. Not I even. barely remembered that. Um, 
One uh, one of the villains that I'm not a big fan of. No. Again, what? Uh, he's just. I don't know. He's just boring. Yeah, there's not much you remember about him. Obviously, his motivations are clear. Uh, yeah, he wants to colonize the new world and get filthy rich. Which, very realistic to the time. Yeah, it's very realistic, uh, yeah. Unlike most of this movie. Yes. But, yeah, it's, he's just kind of boring. He's just boring, yeah. Yeah, I I don't know what else to say other than he's boring, yeah. So I, I, I want to stick with positives, sorry. No, no, please go for it. I'm not going to lie, I think you might need to guide this one a little bit, because I... <sighs> this movie is something. Can, oh, go, go for it. Positive. I I do really like the animation. Oh, it's a beautiful movie. This, this movie looks great. That's probably the best part overall of this movie. The colors. The, oh, the, the animation. color correction is great. Oh. So, let's skip to the end, because that's when we get the best shot of the whole movie. The scene of her overlooking the ship leaving... That is some stellar animation mm, right there, I think. That looked good. It's one of the last shots of the movie, and it is glorious to look at, in my opinion. My favorite um, overall is when Pocahontas first meets John Smith, mm-hmm. and then following that, the Colors of the Wind segment. It all just looks so good. The beautiful like light purples and blues, it's amazing. And the ghost. And the ghost, yes. And the, the ghost spirits. looks really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, is it her grandma? It's her grandmother, right? The grandmother spirit or something? The grandmother is the willow. Willow. Grandmother willow. That's grandmother willow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. yes. I love the animation of the grandmother willow as well. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That, that is overall the best part of this movie for me is just it's a beautiful movie. It's it's a really cool movie to look at and I love Pocahontas. So I can't call this a bad movie. And it's not a bad movie. It's just... I still would prefer this over lots of ones that we've seen before. Like you said, if this was in any other era, this would probably be the best of that era. Or near the top at Or near the top at least. But, yeah, this... In a long list of Lion Kings and Aladdins and such and such, hmm, is my my biggest feeling. This isn't one of the best, obviously. Nah. So, we didn't talk about that for very long, but that's okay. That's, yeah, I... That's what happens sometimes. Um... A perfectly fine, good movie. Definitely not the standout of this era. Like, I'm never going to be upset if while watching it or anything. I'm no. always entertained the whole time. Mm-hmm. Even if, like, I watched this, prob- I think I watched this twice this year, so mm. since January. Right. I still had a good time watching it the second time. Yes. It's not a bad movie at all. No. But Disney Renaissance, it's... Eh. It had don't, a lot of competition. Yeah. Don't want to spoil my list. Yeah. I'm going to give this one a 75. Um... I gave it a, a, a 69. So, yeah. We're on the same page for most of these. Yes. Before we move on, though, I have a quick question for you. Were there any times that you felt like the voice acting was a little off? Not personally. But it could it could have been. Okay. I wasn't paying super attention to that part of it. Okay. Yeah. There was one moment to me where I was just like, hmm, this stands out. But, okay. I just wanted to see if you felt the same. Okay. No, not personally, but I could look into that the next time I watch it. Right. So, Okay. Here's a, here's a movie, is what I was going to say. Um, the Hunchback of Notre Dame. My goodness. What a movie for kids. For children. Sure. For little kids. Let's pretend yes. it's for children. Children. Yes. So, um, this may surprise you. Okay. This is the only one. The only one I hadn't seen. Hunchback of really? Notre Dame. Really? Oh, then you need to... What did you think of this movie? I had seen 9 out of 10. I have never seen Hunchback of Notre Dame. It was never one that... 
piqued your interest? We just never one that we put on when I was a kid. Right. I know we owned it. We had the VHS. I look at the VHS all the time. Right. I just never watched it. I might have if I was like three and don't remember it, obviously. Mm-hmm. But I... <laughs> I like this movie quite a bit. Mm, yes. Yeah. This is a good movie. <clears throat> so good. This is definitely a good movie. Is it a good movie for kids? Possibly. Nah. Yeah. You could do you could do a double feature with like this and like The Last Samurai or something. <laughs> the Last <Okay>. Samurai. <laughs> this is definitely not a kid. What the heck? I mean, oh, it's up. Uh, it. It definitely should be rated PG. Parent parental guidance. I don't think it should have got a G, but. This is... Did Disney have that extra money to make it to year? It might have. So this was interesting to watch for the first time, knowing almost nothing about it. Mm-hmm. And just being so shocked at some of the things that yeah. are happening on screen. Um, yeah. Because the way we're introduced is basically a Harlequin um, telling the story of Quasimodo, who was essentially forced into Judge Frollo's like, care... Because he killed Quasimodo's mom on the step of the church. And he feared the wrath of God. This is a real thing in a this kid's movie. This is a real movie. thing in a kid's movie, yeah. And so, I'm just going to ask, do you like this movie? Oh, I love it. So, what's what's the difference then between the dark and the light of the last movie and the dark and the light of this movie? Because instead of raccoons, we get gargoyles in this one. So, what's what is it for you that, that is done better here? Okay, so I will I will say... The, the gargoyles aren't my favorite part either. Okay. I will say that. No, me neither. Um, I don't think they add too much. I think this is a dark fantasy. Yeah. True. Whereas what we were dealing with previously was a dark reality. Okay. That good point. You know, a dark reality that maybe didn't need cute animal characters. That's a good or point. Or could have been implemented better. Yeah. In my personal opinion. Good point. You answered my question perfectly. Okay. Good job. So, yeah. I do really like this movie. Animation, again. I don't know why I bring up animation every time. I just feel like I have to. Well, yeah. It's, yeah. Underrated music, in my opinion. This music. So, I had never heard any of these songs before I watched this movie. And the, while I was watching it, I was like, why is this music so good? The Bells of Notre Dame. And why have I never heard it? Um, I think it's called Someone Out There, the one that Quasimodo sings. That That guy can sing. Uh, and her song too. While she's uh, um, God help the outcast, that is a good song. So good. I I do like the songs quite a bit in this movie. <laughs> Hellfire. <laughs> which Why is, is this a kids movie? Which is literally a song about his lust driving him to sin. I don't get how this, this wasn't is a PG. kids movie. So I do have a Disney magic moment for this one. I think the scene of him swinging, swinging into the town. I think that's a Disney magic moment, just for me. I would, me personally, um, the top one is Sanctuary. Okay. Um, swinging and then uh, the, what's it called? The the Festival of Fools? Oh, yeah. Yeah. But for me, I think of this movie and I think of like that Disney moment. I think of Sanctuary. Yeah. That's me personally. Good point. Though. Yeah. So this is also a long movie, if you didn't know. This is the longest one so far, I yeah. believe. An hour and 37 minutes. Somehow. How... Which is funny, because Lion King feels so much longer. Yeah, and it's, yeah, I mean, it, technically it's only five minutes shorter, but still. <laughs> yeah, but still. Yeah. This one, I could feel the length a little bit, so that's going to be mm. a factor in my score. I did get semi-bored in the middle. Not too bad, but... That's fair, yeah. I gotta say, one of my uh, one of my favorite parts is, um, what is his name? 
I want to know his name. The um general character. Um, he makes a joke about it. His name is ra- like Radiating Sun. It means Radiating Sun. Let me look into it. Okay, I love his dynamic with Quasimodo. I love how they are friends and allies, but they bicker at each other the whole time. I it- can't find it. Ah, dang it. Sorry. That's a okay. But yes. I wasn't it just Polis or Polaris or something? Let me look through. Um, but yes, I love their Oh, Phoebus. Phoebus. Oh, I don't know how I didn't see that. Yes, yeah. Phoebus. Um, yeah, I just love their dynamic. They're just two bickering children. Exactly. But they don't hate each other. He's a decent character, Phoebus, Phoebus. is. Yeah. I think Phoebus is. I honestly almost forgot about him by the time we started recording. But yeah. It's okay. Phoebus, I like his interactions with all the characters. Like, I love the sword fight between him and Esmeralda. Yeah, that's that's a pretty good scene. Yeah. And again, just kind of like Rescuers Down Under, it's, it's enter this strong guy for the love interest of the other guy. Ah, uh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, the love triangle. Except this doesn't work out for our main character, unfortunately. But I do like how it played out. It played Me- out in a... They did that in the best way they could have without making it seem offensive, I guess. I agree. I think, and I think that's important because that's not what Quasimodo's goal is. No. His goal is to be out there with everyone. He just wants Accepted. to be involved. Yes. yes. And he gets that, and he gets that through these two characters, honestly, and that's the best way to do it. Um, I, I personally teared up a little bit when the little girl just hugs him. I liked that. It was That was so nice. I teared up a couple times in this yeah. movie, honestly. Um, what do you think of our villain? Who? our our man judge frollo who is worried about the wrath of god the whole time i watched this movie two days ago and i almost forgot who he was yeah that's fair he does get some good scenes honestly the scene with like all all the fire around him i think that's well animated yeah i think that he's uh unnecessarily cruel even for what he believes in at the beginning of the movie i Mm -hmm. still think that that's like yeah he let's just not do that my my guy straight up just killed someone at the beginning of the movie. Right. Like, not even, like, a hint at it. Nah, he killed her. Exactly. So, as a villain, he's another one that's just kind of like, okay. Yeah. You're a villain. I get it. I understand why he's not the most recognized villain of the bunch. Yep. I get it. He's not my favorite. He's probably my least favorite villain of any of these movies. But, yeah, that's fair. He, I really like him. I don't consider him, like, a Disney villain when I say the word Disney villain. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, for me, watching this for the first time, there was a lot that I liked, and I'll probably watch it again sometime yeah. soon. It's such a good movie. And, but the villain was not one of those things. Yeah, that's fair. So, I know this is going to seem low, especially with what I just gave Pocahontas, but I'm going to give this a 77. 77. What'd you rate Pocahontas again? 75. 77. Okay, yeah. Yeah. But again, I like Pocahontas. Yeah, I was about to say, in all fairness, you really like Pocahontas. I like Pocahontas. Now, so yeah. 94. Oh, so you really like this one. I like this Is movie this one a of lot. your ones you would consider underrated, Disney? Yeah. Um, how do I want to say this? A lot I, of people do like this movie, though. I don't think it's underrated because I understand why it's not in everyone's Disney's, like, catalog. Because mm-hmm. it is a dark movie. Very true. A it's dark movie that much. doesn't fit with the Disney. Uh, branding. Yeah, this is... I don't know how this... Why? I think it's an underrated di- movie. 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 As yes. a Disney movie, it's... I understand why it's yeah. not everyone's 
go to. Good point. Yeah. But love this movie. No, it's good. It's a good movie. Yeah. Which then leads us to. I'm all over the this. god himself. Hercules. Oh my goodness, this movie. This movie. Whoever decided what the music should be like for this movie, I, I, how did you do that? How did you decide, like, soul and R&B was going to be what this ancient Greek movie was going to be about? They did great. But they did amazing. I love this movie. This movie is so good. Yeah, this is a good movie. Um, so my negatives come from some of the characters, just like Lion King. I don't think that all of the characters provide enough for our main character, mm-hmm. unfortunately. Right. Um, I, although I do like the villain a lot. I still think he could have gotten a little more. He didn't do as much as I remember him doing. He's not in the movie for very much. No. And I just wish he was. Yeah. Um, and one or two songs didn't really connect with me. But that's about it. Mm, okay. Aside from that, I really love this movie quite a bit. Yes. Yeah, the intro song is not the strongest it could be. I, I like it quite a bit, though. That's right. not the one I was talking about. Oh, which one are you talking about? I, I don't remember the names of them because they didn't hit well with me. Yeah. That's about it, though. Okay. So, um, aside from that, I, this is the one I'm going to have the least amount to say. So, I'm sorry about that. No, that is A-OK. Let's, I... Let's have you guide the conversation on this one. Okay. Um... Let, let's stay on negatives. Um, the introduction is not necessarily necessarily my favorite either. Just it, it's straight exposition. Yeah, which you know is not necessarily my exposition dump is not necessarily my favorite. But but done with good animation. But done with good animation, and that's probably the best way we could have been introduced to Hades. Exactly. No, that's a cool introduction. Yeah, there's lots of really cool moments in this movie. Yes. Um. I'm going to go against what I usually say again. Um, I think that he's young. or Not young. I think he's small and young for way too long in this movie. Oh, I would totally agree. Yeah. I think that goes on for about five minutes too long. Yep. Yeah. That's about it. Uh, for when it comes to his character. I think that it's just a little bit too long. There's too much to Something do. could have been cut. Right. Yeah. And again, that's a small thing. Yeah. Um, but, okay, I don't want to skip till the end, but... Yes, I do like his character quite a bit. Yes, I would agree. Yeah, another realistic love interest to me. I do like how Meg they... is the best. She's great. She's the best. They they melded well, so just naturally and good. I really enjoyed that. I quite think a bit. I somehow they are more natural than Belle and Beast again. I don't understand how that keeps happening. I don't know. Yeah, but I just yeah, I love Meg. I love her confidence. I love just how, like, done she is with everything. I love it. Yeah. She's a really cool character. She is. We'll get characters like her in the future, but I think that this was one of the best ways to do a character like that. More on the not traditional side. This is, like, probably our first, like, just, like, does not need anyone. Yeah. If that I, makes sense. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Yeah. What's the name of the the big god, the one in Zeus? Is it Zeus? Zeus, the head of the gods? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Zeus, yeah. Good job, Sam's brain. <laughs> so I forgot who Zeus was, I guess. I feel like we're both kind of fried tonight for some reason. Yeah, I don't get it. That's yeah. all right. That's okay. Anyway, uh, I didn't get enough out of him. He's another one of those characters I didn't get quite enough out of. 
Um, I get how he's driving the story forward, but again, most of the focus is on our two interests that mm-hmm. are the love interests. My w- one thing I really didn't get out of this was um, this the dynamic between Hercules and his adopted parents is just kind of thrown out at one point, and then it's also just kind of brought in like, "Good job, son." Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Was not a fan of that either, but aside from that, I love everything about this. Um, and Hercule and Hades not being in it enough, but yeah, He's everything just else not golden. in it enough. <laughs> Truly. Um. So let's talk about. I have two Disney magic scenes. Okay. So first of all, uh, when he leaves and she sings, "I won't say I'm in love." That is just such a great song and what such a, a catchy song. song and good animation and all of that. Oh man! And the second one, I'm gonna get kind of descriptive is. Is when the thread the thread won't cut and it, and he becomes a glowing god again. Yeah, I like that. That's such a cool scene. I do like that. See, for me, the Disney moment is the zero to hero. Yeah, yeah, that's a good song too. Obviously, um, to piggyback off of what you're saying about uh, I won't say I'm in love. I love that little moment where she backs into a statue and she's poked by the arrow. That's Cupid. She just got shot by Cupid. I noticed that too. Ugh, that's so good. good. I love those little details. Anyway, I love that scene and I love that song. Yes. Um, boy, yeah, there just isn't a lot to... I like Hercules. I like that he's just essentially a, a kid trying to impress, like, Dad. It's another one of the traditional kind of stories that Disney's been doing. Yeah, it's like, I shouldn't say it's kid trying to impress Dad. It's kid, like, that's what he's portraying himself as, but what he's trying to do is go where he feels like he belongs. Right. Because that's Hercules' internal struggle is... he. People call him a freak. He feels like he doesn't belong because of who he is. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, we were just talking about something before that, and I totally forgot. Phil? Phil. <laughs> that was not it, but Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito's God, great, obviously. I love Phil. I feel like we could not talk about Phil, honestly. No. Phil He's is, funny. He's Phil a good is, character. Phil's just so good. Yeah. yeah. I, there's not too much I could say. Phil's amazing. He's another... He's kind of like a Rafiki... Rafiki-like Rafiki. character, where he... He does drive the plot forward a little bit, and he's funny. I like that he is mostly in it for himself, but towards the end, he realizes that he like cares for Hercules and wants to help him. Yeah. It's yeah. good stuff. I like that. He yeah. gets a good ending scene. So, I think this is what we really want to talk about. Hades. Yes. The best part of the whole movie. The, uh, the absolute best part. Yeah. Just so dynamic. It's such a great character. Fun. Some of the best voice work as well. Deals with... So much crap in this movie. Definitely. You can't help but feel bad. <laughs> that poor Hades. I I loved when he sees Pain wearing the Hercules shoes and he starts blowing up, and then you hear the sipping of a Hercules cup, and Hades just blows up even more. I love. Oh, Hades is so funny. Yeah. We don't get very many villains with this much character. No. Yeah, it's great. It's I, good stuff. I will stand behind the fact that he is the best part of the whole movie. I would say the music and the Disney magic scene with the thread and him. And those him. are the three. But those are three things I think of. Right. Yeah. Obviously, he's a great villain. Oh. We don't have to go much into that. No, absolutely. So that's about all I have to say about Hercules. I don't know if you wanted to add anything else. Fun fact. Um, I Hades is probably one of the few reoccurring Disney villains in the Kingdom Hearts game. Yeah, that is interesting to people who play games. Yeah, yeah. I'm not trying... I said said that so rudely. (laughs) That That is interesting to nerds. (laughs) To freaking losers. No, but that is cool. Yeah. Yeah. 
And for good reason, yeah. I assume. I assume he's just as dynamic there as he is in this movie. Um, Well, I think it's because they actually don't... I've only played one and another game that doesn't have him in it. But in the very first game, when you go to Hercules World, that's not even like a real level. It's one of those like tournament levels. Oh, okay. No real plot happens in that level. So nothing happens to Hercules or Hades that causes them to exit the greater okay. theme of everything. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that was my fun fact. But oh, I liked that. <laughs> great movie. What did you think of it? I have seen this one quite often. Okay. Um, this is one I have still been seeing quite often. I think I've seen it about six or seven times since January. Okay. Because it is my girlfriend's favorite Disney movie. Oh, is it really? That's awesome. So, um, at, or at least one of her favorites. Mm-hmm. She puts it on in the background, you know, cleaning, doing homework, all that yeah. stuff. So all the time I have it on in the background. Right. Yeah. Uh, but I love it. It's a really good movie. This is an 80 for me. A perfect 8 out of 10. Whoa, this is a 95 for me. Oh. <laughs> so we did like a Rescuers Down Under Hercules switch here. Yeah, yeah. Which is okay, because you gave Rescuers Down Under an 80. Yes, And that's, yeah. that's me with with uh, Hercules. I just think it's a really great movie. Yeah. And I'm not over the moon about it, like I am Rescuers Down Under, but I get it. I get how people love this movie, and I get if people think it's not one of the best. Mm-hmm. I'm cool. on, I can see both sides. Yeah. But I think it's a really great movie. I also think of these as Disney movies and just movies. Well, yes. I think you're just, you, you said you are thinking of these as Disney movies. Right? I have been trying to stick strictly with Disney movies because, again, I have Letterboxd where I keep scores of my movies. On Letterboxd, I have Hercules as an 83. Yeah. But as a Disney movie, I'm putting it as an 80. So some of these are the same. Like, I'm pretty sure Rescuers Down Under and uh, Lion King are the same. Right. I think Pocahontas is the same, too. But some of them are, like, just a couple numbers off. Just because mm-hmm. I'm thinking of them strictly as Disney movies. Right, right. Yeah. It definitely changes how you view these movies. Yeah, of course. Obviously, I think most of these movies are good movies as movies in general. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and a movie I'll probably have quite a bit uh, to talk about is Mulan. Mulan, okay. Let us go to Mulan. Let us. Yes. What do you have to say? I have to say that this is the most entertaining and exciting Disney movie out there. Okay. I don't think it's the best story-wise even close. No. But I think on an entertainment level with the amount of action and just great animation and you want to look at the screen, this is up there. Yeah. The humor, the action, the the characters, I think. Like, individual characters. Exactly. You can just tell how we're getting more and more modern with with all of these movies. Yeah. Um, I think that the story is kind of really stupid at points. And I'm I'm not a big fan of where some things go. Okay. Um, if you want me to get specific, I don't I don't all the way love Mulan's character arc. I like it mostly. I uh, not all the way. Where do you lean towards? Like when, where it's not the best. I just think that her. Okay. I like her arc. I don't all the way love the journey. Mm, yeah if that makes sense not anything it's specifically ab- specifically about her journey just the fact that kind of sh- everything is resolved semi quickly where the conflict of her being a woman out there should have been hit on more that should have been the main focus of the movie for me right and it's like two minutes of the movie see yeah i would say that i feel like um with previous movies we talked about there's a very clear um character motivation and how it connects to the plot, their arc, 
and resolution. With Mulan, we have a thing of Mulan not fitting in to the norm, but then we also have a thing of protecting her father. because right, her, her father's we, hurt, yeah. Yeah, and then we have themes of of being a woman in a society that is that, that sees women as lesser people, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's a lot going on, and not everything gets resolved. That's or a, everything gets resolved, but it doesn't get resolved together. It just kind of resolves quick too quickly for me. Yeah. Um, again, I really like this movie quite a bit. I yeah. think it's one of the most entertaining movies out there. Um, the villains and the conflict are just kind of mediocre for Disney, in my opinion. I like how terrifying they are but they don't stand out when we think of scar and jafar they're menacing villains but they're just not the best villains yes but the action we get with them really good stuff i I like that 100 percent. so now now, do we have any more complaints i feel like our thing is we get our complaints out of the way and then we break down the movie sure let's get um another complaint out of the way because i love people hating me (laughs) Hmm. I wonder if I even want to say it. I mean, I'll start if you want to think about it. Sure. Mushu genuinely causes too many problems. I like Mushu, but Mushu actually causes conflict in this movie to me. Okay, good. I'm glad you did that. Uh, Okay. One of my biggest issues is the useless... Not uselessness. Just Mushu doesn't bring much to the movie. Mushu definitely was Disney feeling like they need to add that character. Look how good Robin Williams was. Let's get Eddie Murphy. Yeah. So did we need a comic relief character in this type of movie? I personally think no. I do not think this movie needed a comic relief character. I think that this could have been one of the better serious Disney animated movies. It's about war. Mm -hmm. Did we need a dragon? That's very comedic. Just to me, no. Again, I love this movie. Yeah. And it's very entertaining. And I'm laughing at the things he's saying. Yeah. Like, I'm actually... Because the jokes are good. Right. I'm enjoying his character. I'm just, in the back of my mind, thinking, why is this needed? Why points? is he here? Right. Because even if you want to keep uh, um, comedic characters, we have that. We have With some. the three soldiers. We have some of the... Yeah. The soldiers, when they're training, those yeah. are some funny moments. Yeah, exactly. Not, not every scene needs a comedic moment. Just... You could have condensed the comedic moments just to those scenes where, you know... They're doing the training before the war. Which this movie actually does. Like, the movie literally cuts off when things get serious. Exactly. So, I yeah. I just don't get it. I like the character, kind of. I don't like him as much as you do. I like Mushu. I think he's fun. I'm okay with him. I'm laughing. Again, I'm laughing at what he's saying. I just, I'm not sure on what the point was, honestly. Because yeah. wh- what does Mushu do? Mushu, um... Why is he even brought to life? I can't even remember. Um, I'm trying to think how it went. He is... Their ancient... Mulan's ancient ancestors bring him into the world to bring the actual guardian spirit spirit and then he breaks it and he tricks the ancient ancestors into thinking that he is that right okay i remember now i remember now interesting but yeah mushu he he causes that weird little dynamic where mulan can't pick a male name right mushu literally incites the whole fight on the snowy hill yeah because he accidentally sets off a firework i feel like a I feel like a comedic character shouldn't com- comedically accidentally start something in right. a movie. Something that's actually serious. Because, I mean, that's a pivotal point of the movie, which is still great. It, I don't think it hinders the moment at all. But Mushu should not have been why that happened. No, exactly. Okay, I so think that was it. That's got to be it. Let's talk about uh, why this movie is great. You want to? Yes. Okay. 
So, uh, obviously her character. Yes. Um, let's repeat myself. Um, I do love the action, and I think that the action is spread out really well. Oh yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring that up now. We get some at the beginning, middle, and we get set up for every action scene. I, that's just the kind of stuff I like. Mm-hmm. It's a, this is a well paced movie. No, super well paced. That's probably my biggest uh, compliment to the movie is just how well paced it is. This is the only one where I like. Okay, I didn't check my watch or anything with any of these, but this is the only one where I was like, oh, it's over already. Yeah, it's a, yeah, yeah. We're already at this scene. What mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So that kind of stuff. Totally. I agree. So I know you really like this movie. Let's go ahead and go into why you like it. Um, I... Man, I'm very bad with words. Um, so I have my gripes with it, but overall, I think it's just a fantastic, fun, beautiful, amazing voice acting, acted movie. Yeah. You know? just overall i think it's a great it's it's, just a great movie it's a pivotal part of disney you know it's disney to me when i think of disney no yes very true it's also disney doing action the most this is the most action heavy disney disney movie so far so far yeah i would say still definitely one of the most animated yes animated they get very heavy into action in their live action films right um but yes i love mulan um, I'm a sucker for the character that, you know, just wants to be themselves. Right. Who doesn't love that? Exactly. And again, sounds semi-traditional, especially with some of the stories we've talked about. But it just happens in such a good way. She has a reason. She's been, in my mind, she's been wanting to do this forever. I would agree. But now she's given an opportunity to. An excuse. She's provided this opportunity to finally do what she's always wanted to do. Yeah. And that's... That's how you do it. That's how you tell that story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, yeah. I, I'm kind of going to contradict myself here because I was just talking about how I feel like her arcs don't really blend together in their resolution. But I do love that she basically, she she knows she doesn't fit into what society is expecting from her. And she's given this opportunity to explore who she truly is right, and what exactly. she wants to do. So you talking about uh, all of the things going on with her. You're right that they don't mesh all the way perfectly. They don't resolve well, I should say. But they all come from the same thing, the same path. Mm-hmm. So in a way, they're kind of connected. Yeah. Again, it's just a good movie. <laughs> I think the I think the artwork that we see, the poster for it that we see, highlights that the best. Because the song is, when will my reflection show? Well, the reflection on the blade shows. Yep. Like who, yeah. That, that's such a cool poster, it's, honestly. Yeah. Um, so Disney magic, I guess not Dis- really, but my favorite song is make a man out of you, obviously, of course. And that just the whole training, all of that, her with all of those men preparing to go to war. That's one of the best like movie montages ever. Yeah. That's great. Ever. That's good stuff. When she's got the water pails walking up. Yeah. yeah. And she's beating the boys. Yeah. That's good stuff. It's so, it's just I love when she finally figures it out. She wraps the like weights around each other and she makes it up. Mm-hmm. Best ending. Yeah. Oh, you're talking about going up the pole. Going up yeah, the pole. Yeah, where she, where she wraps it around. That's yeah, good yeah, stuff yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect. Um, yeah, while we're on it, music. Music is good here. Music's really good. There aren't that many songs, are there? There are three I can think of. Um, I don't... When Will My Reflection Show Who I Am? I don't know what it's called. Make a Man Out of You and that third song that's about everyone loves women and then amazing the song just cuts off to show the devastation of war 
so good. Yeah. Perfect. Amazing. Again, this isn't um tech this is a musical, but this isn't one focused on the music whatsoever. Absolutely not. Which is good. I liked that. It was a change of pace. Could you imagine if this movie had like a musical number? Like after the, yeah. After they like found all the the, the dead bodies of the previous like what what do I want to say? Army? Right. No. That immediately would have lost points. Exactly. Yeah. Um They handled it well. Yeah. So yeah. This how many times have we said this is a great movie? This is a great movie. Forty five. Oddly enough, I think this is the one that I like critique the hardest, yet I still firmly say this is a good movie. No, I really like this one. Yeah. Yeah. So what did you th- This well, is what did- this is an eighty five for me. See, I rated it in ninety five. Oh but kind of in talking about it, I wonder if I want to change that a little bit. I'll come back to you on that. Okay. Now that I really talked about it. You can do whatever you want. Oh, thank you. <laughs> but yes, this is an 85 for me, which is obviously a high score for me. Yes. I do like it. I like Mulan quite a bit. I like it a lot. Yeah, it's fun. Um, So, <laughs> I never watched... I'm going to go ahead and say I never watched this one as a kid. Mulan? I, no, me neither. I watched it for the first time when I was 20, so... Really? Very recently. I watched it before you watched it. That's interesting. I don't remember when I watched it, but... Very, very recently. So, yeah. Fun fact. In the um, um, uh, Chinese release of this, it's Jackie Chan who sings uh, Make a Man Out of You. Because I'm pretty sure he actually voices that general as well. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. It's actually really good. Um, right. Yeah, I didn't grow up with this either, but it's just a good movie. No, it is a really yeah. good one. No rose-tinted glasses on this one. But Make a Man Out of You is one of the best Disney songs. Yes, it is. So, last movie. I'm scared of... (laughs) (laughs) Not scared. I'm just... I really don't know. I love this movie. I know. Let let me finish. Okay. I'm so scared of how high this number is going to be, considering of how high numbers you gave the rest of the movies, because I know you really like this one. I love Tarzan. Okay. I have a prediction for your number. Yeah, okay. We'll get there when we'll we get, get there. To the, okay, we'll, we'll get talk there. about the yes. numbers. So I am not as high on this movie as you are. Okay. Which it... I, I have yeah. accepted my place in society that I am one of the few people that, like, Tarzan is their favorite Disney movie. Right. I have accepted my place in society. Which is okay. Is yours a sequel to a movie? <laughs> no. Yeah. Mine's one of the only sequels that was theatrically released. Not the point. Not the point. So, Tarzan, I'm really going to have little about to say to say about this. I have so, a lot I can say. So, we'll we'll start with some of the thoughts I have and then we'll talk mostly about yours. Okay. So, I just think that this is a really a great movie. <laughs> I think that this is some of the best music uh we get. For Disney Magic, I literally just wrote the music. So, like, the music and the whole movie. This is one of the best soundtracks. One of my favorite soundtracks. Just the hard-hitting opening scenes. They just hit super hard. Um, The animation. I sound like a broken record. But to me, this one doesn't stand out as much as some of the others. Because it has some of the same qualities as those. You know, the great animation, music, a pretty good uh, love story. It just doesn't go over the top for me. Mm-hmm. Although I think the music does. I yes. think the music outshines some of the music in these other movies. 
okay, let's have you go. <laughs> okay. Um, this is definitely the movie I grew up watching. And I just... Something about this feels so... This feels very magical to me. It feels so adventurous and wild. And I, just, I love it with all of my heart. I, I can't say it enough. One of my favorite movies. Um, I'll piggyback off what you said with uh, opening moments. That is such perfect... Not a word is spoken other than music and action. Uh, Phil Collins' soundtrack over the exposition of what is happening to everyone, Tarzan's parents and Kurt Jack and Kala, it's amazing to me. It's one of the best opening scenes Disney has to offer. 100%. Obviously. Such, it's dark, but definitely kids won't shy away from it. No. It's done so well. And immediately after, we're introduced to, um, what's his, what's the, his friend's name? The friend ape? The friend... The one oh, that grows up with him. Turk. The one that's Turk. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Right. Almost right after that, we're introduced to him. Yeah. And, you know, kids will be right back into it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so sorry that one of my negatives is that character. Is Turk? Yeah. Oh, is Turk? I love Turk. I, I know, love Rosie I, O'Donnell. I, I love her so much. I knew you were gonna. I love okay. Rosie O'Donnell. Yeah. I'm just kind of medium on that character. I feel like she does some of the best voice acting. Oh, like, that voice just, acting. She does great, obviously. That but. just feels like... That that feels like that character to me. No, that's true. Yeah, sometimes you hear a voice coming from a character, you're like that doesn't sit right, or you can recognize a voice. I recognize it, but it still just feels like Turk to me. True. Yes. Yeah. Turk. Yeah. Um, I would like to say, um, that opening segment is when you realize that landscape and setting is very important to this movie because this is one of the most beautiful movies as well. Right. Like this sits up there with Lion King to me. In just its backdrop and setting, it's a beautiful. It's fun to look at. It's it a is. fun movie to look at. Um, so, uh, Clayton, you want to talk about the villain? The villain Clayton? Sure. Okay, yeah, I understand why. Yeah, Clayton is not the highlight of this movie. No, he's another, he's very similar to some of the other villains we've seen on this list. Uh, very similar to the Rescuers Down Under villain, yep. I would say. That's exactly the villain yeah. I was talking about. But yeah, he's just kind of there. He, yeah. He's kind of, he, I wouldn't say he's evil for evil's sake, but I think that's what makes him not as fun, is the fact that, wow, that's really terrible. He's trying to kill gorillas. Exactly. But yeah, he's he's not the best part of this movie, by any stretch of the imagination. Um, What do you think about the romance in it? The romance. And that's probably one of the few genuine critiques. Like, I may, Clinton isn't the best part of the movie, but my critique of this movie is I feel like Jane just kind of falls in love. Yeah. Which... If I, if I had seen it grow through the montage that we see later with more Phil Collins. I love Phil Collins. Phil Collins is so uh, If so we had seen that, I would have accepted it more. But Jane essentially just kind of falls head over heel. Right. Which, that might, personally, my only critique. See, one of mine as well. Although, yeah. I do like where it goes. I just think it's way too fast. And we're not introduced uh, to her as a character early enough yeah it takes quite a bit we already know tarzan quite a bit as a character before she's introduced uh her and the professor guy yeah so i just i wish we got like maybe right after the opening scene we just got a little bit and just kind of get them sprinkled just a little i know they're they're sprinkled in a little bit but just a little bit more Mm -hmm. i think yeah i think 
I'm happy with where they are. I'm just, yeah, I'm not very happy. Like, the Rome, it shouldn't have just clicked like that. No, we should have seen exactly. it through the montage. Wow, we talked way more negatively about this one than I thought. No, I could go on about positives. I know. Let's, I very, let's hear your positives. Um, Let's start with, like, Tarzan as a character. Again, not fitting in. This is, like, a very direct, though, not fitting in. Like, he is a person of two worlds, which is the big theme of this. Right. And he's trying to balance two worlds. I just love that. I think that's fun. I think you can see his internal struggle. One point, he literally just sits down and says, I'm so confused. Exactly. Because he, he's just a person living, forced to exist within two ways of living. I love that. I think it's so cool. I think this m movie is beautiful. Dynamic. I love basically his workout montage yeah where he gets his montage yeah, yeah he his montage that's my uh disney magic moment is the final part of that montage where he's zipping through the vines he jumps lands and he turns his like back faces you and he looks yeah disney moment that's for me. pretty cool yeah probably my favorite moment i don't really have a disney magic moment aside from the music but the closest thing for me is uh his transformation from a kid into a adult, he swings into the air, turns into an adult, lands Literally, in the water. Yeah. I Literally like changes, yeah. yeah. Oh, I don't know why that one sticks out to me. I guess I also says. like, um, um, I think, what is it called? I think it's like making music in the camp or whatever. But basically when they all go in the camp and just start smacking stuff around. Right, that's a cool scene as well, you're right. I think that could also be a Disney, magic Disney moment. But I I don't know, I just love this movie. I can't give you many concrete, solid answers other than I think it's beautiful, fun, fast-paced. I love the voice acting. It's funny to me. It, it, yeah. it just means a lot to me. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. And I'm going to agree with you for a lot of that. Not yeah. the greatest movie of all time. It's one of my favorite, yeah. But I do agree with most of what you're saying, definitely. Mm -hmm. And also... Elephants. I do love seeing elephants yes. in movies. Elephants are always a win. Mm -hmm. Yes. So, yeah. Um, I know we didn't talk about this one much, and I know you probably wanted to, but we are getting quite a bit into the into the runtime. So we are, yes. So we could just go straight to our number and and get straight to the point. I actually have a question for you for that before okay. that. Okay, before that, go for it. We have um we have an era where we start to see big bombastic villains who meet great falls. Which villain had like the absolute worst death? The worst death? Like the, oh, wow. Oh, dang. Okay. You're right. Probably Scar. Uh, his is one of the worst. I think it's Clayton, though. Yeah, Clayton's bad. Lightning strikes, and you literally see that Clayton, like, accidentally hung himself. Yeah. That's rough. I didn't think of it quite like that. I mean, obviously, I knew that. Yeah. But I was looking at it through, you know, my mind, not a kid's mind. Yeah. That's a good point. I don't know, to me, like, even as an adult, to me, that's I think I rough. almost even missed that. I mean, it's in the back of my head that I, I knew that, but... I never noticed that until I was, like, older. Like, I was almost an adult. Craziness. Yeah. Um, I but, think, yeah, I think Clayton. Scar, too. Scar, too. Yeah, Clayton and Scar. Okay, but... <laughs> Bernard unapologetically kills the guy from Rescuer Down Under. <laughs> Bernard... <laughs> Bernard has blood on his hands. True. Yeah, and then he proposes with those hands. That's a cool scene, though. Again, I really like that scene. No, I think it's awesome. Yeah. Um, but yes, I just had to ask that. Who do you think is the like most extreme death? You're right. Probably. Oh. You, you don't have to agree with me. No, I think most painful death. 
either the guy from Rescuers Down Under or Scar. Probably Scar. But you're right. The most shocking, probably Tarzan. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You're right, Clayton. All right. So what is your number for Tarzan? I have oh. my prediction. 99. Close. Well, what is it? 98. Dang it. Yes. I almost guessed 98, but I'm, I went with 99. I'm going to guess yours. Okay. 79. Okay. I like it a lot more than you thought it did. Oh, okay. Yeah. This is an 87 for me. 87. Oh, yeah. yes. Nice. I do really love Tarzan. I just wish I had more to say about it. Yeah. It sucks. I didn't have that much to say about That's it. That's okay. I think there's also a point where it's like, what more can we say that others haven't? Exactly. Oh, we could have summarized our thoughts by just saying Phil Collins. Honestly, I, I think so. Yeah. Phil Collins looks pretty. Yeah, yeah. I, I actually, I do have one more question. That's what I was gonna write down before this started. So we have a couple movies in here that aren't as memorable as some of the other ones. We have like Rescue Down Under, Tarzan, Pocahontas. I feel many people overlook those. Hunchback, Hunchback of Notre Dame. Yeah. Why? Why are they overlooked? Why are they? Yeah. Like, whether they all have the same answer or not, why do you think those ones are, like, not recognized the same way that Aladdin, Lion King is? I think that, pretty obviously, it's just about the quality of how each of the other stories resolve and the story that's going on. Not that the other ones are bad. They're just all kind of similar to each other. Mm, Okay. If that makes sense. I think I get you, yeah. And uh, maybe not Rescuers Down Under... But uh, Pocahontas, Tarzan, and... Hunchback. Hunchback. Yeah. They all kind of have similar type of thing, uh, especially with their main character. Okay. Whereas Rescuers Down Under, it's just a sequel, which is probably why it's not as popular. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to go with. And it's very similar to the first one. A sequel to one of the already, unfortunately, not as recognized Disney movies. Exactly. Even though it's way better. Uh, yeah, I would agree. Anyway... So I think that's why. Okay. Okay. Interesting. So let's let's do the rankings before. Do we do the rankings before the numbers or the numbers first? Let's do the rankings. Let's first. Let's do the rankings first. I think that's what we do anyways. Okay. So, are both of our number tens Pocahontas? Yep. Okay. Yep. My number tens Pocahontas. Same here. My number nine is Hunchback of Notre Dame. My number nine is Down Under. Which is not ah, a, okay. I was kidding. I would like to make note of like the difference though. Let's see. Whereas Pocahontas is a sixty-nine, where Rescuer Down Under is a eighty. Is a you remember that? Yeah. Okay. Well, I need to change that because I like Down Under way more than that. Okay. So yeah. Wait. What did I say? Pocahontas was. Six, oh, that actually feels right. Yeah. So it's a big jump. And my number eight is Hercules. Number eight is Beauty and the Beast for me. Okay, I can see it. My number seven is Mulan. My number seven is A Little Mermaid. Okay. Yeah. Well, my number six is Little Mermaid, so, yeah. My number six... Now, we're starting to get into the realm where it's it's a matter of... It's almost a matter of which one I watched most recently. Because um, number six for me is Aladdin. Okay. Yeah. yeah. My number five is Tarzan. My number five is Hunchback of Notre Dame. Okay, so you liked it quite a bit more. Yeah. My number four is Beauty and the Beast. My number four is Hercules. Okay. And my number three is Aladdin. <laughs> my number three is Mulan. <laughs> my number two is Lion King. 
My number two, I put as Lion King as well. And then, I mean, no, I didn't, but I officially just changed it. Right. Yeah. And then my number one is Rex Rex Down Under. And my number one is Tarzan. Right. So our childhood really beat us in this one. Exactly. But that's A-OK. That's the point of Disney. Both Disney of us, is about childhood. <laughs> both of us have such the number ones because they're the ones we watched the most as a kid. Yes. Which is OK. Which is A-OK. Yeah. That happens. So fancy numbers. Oh, boy, I'm scared to hear this. I added Metacritic score. Okay. Is that a good or bad? Well, that's just it's just one more thing to factor in when coming up with the average scores. Gotcha. So instead of four things coming up with, with an average, I have five. Okay. So semi of a more accurate score. Okay. In last place, so in eighth place, since there's two ties, uh, Pocahontas has a 6.3 average out of 10. That feels about right. Yeah. In seventh place is Rescuers Down Under with a 6.8. Yeah. Which, which makes me sad, but I understand. Yeah. I, I'm, I know I'm not in the norm with my pick. Because I'm going to guess that Tarzan is next. You would be incorrect. Oh, really? The Hunchback of Notre Dame is next. Oh, I guess that makes sense. Yep. And then we have with a, a what? Uh, with a 7.1. Oh, okay. sorry. Her, I told you Hercules was 6.8, right? No. No, not Hercules. Rescuers Down Under. Oh, 6.8, yeah. Was a 6.8. And in 6th place, Hunchback of Notre Dame was 7.1. Then in 5th place, we have a tie. Hercules and Tarzan both have a 7.7. So quite a big jump. Whoa. Those are such different movies. Yep, Hercules and Tarzan with Hmm. a 7.7. You know, and that feels fair, though. Right. Yeah. And then at number 4, we have Mulan. Yeah, that seems about right. With an 8.2, which is one of the highest we've seen. So that just proves how good this era yeah. is. Yeah. In third place, we have The Little Mermaid. Okay. With an 8.3. A tie for second place. Beauty and the Beast and Aladdin. Both have an 8.6, mm. which is so high. Okay. Which leaves the number one to be The Lion King. The Lion King. With a whopping 8.9 nice. out of 10. So... Yeah, people love The Lion King. I Yep, that feels... For the most part, that seems about right. This is the least, like, I've been outraged, I think, by the by right. the average scores. It makes sense to me. Yeah. Even though my favorite is the second worst again for, <laughs> okay. the, for like, the third straight era, but whatever. Really? No. Oh, okay. Usually my favorite is not the top one, except for Fantasia, I think. Right, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Good era. Such a good era. Such a solid era. There's... Man... Just the world changed, Gen- like the whole world genuinely changed when this happened. You know, the world has been greatly influenced by things like The Lion King and Mulan. Right. The whole, like, all of the world, not just movies, animation, and it's crazy. Exactly. This the, the impact of this era is just awesome. It's awesome. It's amazing. Yeah. And now we are about to go into a very weird era. I'm so excited. See, I don't think I've seen a lot of movies from this era. See, I have. And I already know that just like the last era, one of my least favorite and one of my favorite Disney movies come from this era. Mm. Mm. And I can't wait to talk about it. Remind me to guess when we stop recording. But yeah, I'm excited too. I've seen Home on the Range. I think Chicken Little's in this era as well. Yeah, I think Chicken Little and Bolt both count for the C- for the 3D animated ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and um, Meet the Robinsons. Um, I've seen... Oh, Meet the Robinsons. Maybe I've seen more of these than I thought. I think I you have. 
I haven't visited a lot of these in a long time, so it'll be really interesting to visit these. It'll be fun. Boy, now that you say Meet the Robinsons, we just got done with Tarzan, and we're going to probably end with Meet the Robinsons. And Gwyneth Bolt. Bolt. What drastically different movies. Whoa. Crazy. This is going to be cool. Can't wait. I'm excited for this. I'm so excited it's going to be so varied in style, storytelling, and quality. Can't wait. I love, I kind of love the post-Renaissance era, but we'll get, we'll get there. It's, I love it just because I love the early 2000s, but again, we'll get there. We'll get there. All right. I think that about wraps it up this time. Yeah, this was fun. All right. Thank you once again and always, hey, (laughs) I'm just yelling at trash cans. (laughs) Once again and always, I have been Gunner. And this is Sam. And no one in this podcast like Gaston. Thank you.